summary of the Sikha. At the beginning of this week's parsha talks about the bris, the covenant that Hashem made with, entered into with the Jewish people. And the Pasuk says, It's not only with you that I enter into this covenant. Because it is with those who are standing here with us today before Hashem. And those who are not here standing with us today. So Rashi says, what does it mean, those who are not here today? It means, also with the generations that will eventually come. In other words, the people from the future, the Jewish people from the future that were not there present at the time. They also are included into this covenant. What exactly is Rashi trying to tell us here? So some of Farshim say that he's trying to say that it does, those who are not with us today does not mean to say that there were certain Jews that were not present. They, were, they lived at the time, but they didn't come to the meeting. So they weren't there. That's not what it means. As the Pasuk says, Atem Nitzabim Kulchem, you are all here. Meish Rabbeinu said that all the Jews were there. So there was nobody that wasn't present. But that, in its, I mean, that, that's difficult to say because that you see from the Pusik itself. The Pusik spells out in, in so many words that everybody was there. So then what does it mean, those who are not here? It must mean those from the future. So some of Farshim say that what Rashi is, uh, is trying to say, that how is it possible that one should enter into a covenant with people that don't even exist today? They're not even here. And they give two explanations why it is possible, that Rashi is saying that it is possible. One explanation is because a child is an extension of the father, and therefore all the future children of these fathers are by extension included into the covenant. Another explanation is that the Nishamis of all those Jews from the future were there at that event, and therefore they were also included into the covenant. But that's difficult to say that that's what Rashi means for many reasons. One of them is that a, chi- uh, a child that is learning Rashi, that is learning this seder, doesn't know anything about the fact that the Nishamas were there. Where does he know such a thing from? And also, the idea that a child is an extension of his father and therefore can be included is also something that is beyond the Bechamish Lamikra. Also, what do you mean that a, ch- a child wonders? Rashi has to tell us how is it possible to include people from the future into the covenant? The child has already met a few of these incidents. For instance, the bris ben Absarim that Hashem would made with Avram Avinu, and all the Jewish people from the future were included in it, or at least the generation that went to that went to Mitzrayim and so on. So they were included in the details of that. It was all about them, and they went into the covenant. So therefore, we're already familiar with this idea. In fact, the very concept that Hashem commands the Jewish people in Midbar Sinai, during those 40 years, all the 613 mitzvahs, and yet they're binding on every single generation of Yidin. So we see that Hashem is able to bind even those people that are not there presently at the time. Another thing is, the Gemara says that it means what, that included in Es Nanu, those who are not there, is Geirim, any future convert that will come to the Jewish people. So, according to these two answers that the Mepharshim give, 
that a son is an extension of the father or that the neshamas were there, Gairim would not be included in that because their fathers were not there. And a child understands that when a Gairim is, uh, is com- converts, that's when he's given a neshama. That's when a new neshama is created and given to him. So that neshama wasn't necessarily there either. And another thing, why doesn't Rashi mention anything about the Geirim, that the Geirim are also included? He just says, He should also mention Geirim. So the explanation of all this, of this idea is this. Rashi doesn't have to tell us that Hashem is able to bind people from the future that don't exist yet, because that's something that's obvious, and as we said before, all mitzvahs are binding on all future generations, even though we weren't there at the time when Hashem bound us up in those mitzvahs. And since we're talking about a bris that Hashem is binding us up with, and therefore Hashem is infinite, and He's not limited by time, and therefore time means nothing. The fact that we don't exist yet at that time, He is transcends that time. So therefore, whenever it is, it takes effect. So there's no question like that. What Rashi is trying to explain is the fact that the krisis bris that happens for the people of the future that will, ev- that will come in the future is exactly the same type of krisis bris as the people that were there present at the time. And not that we, the, the future generations, are bound up in it only because they're an extension of the people that, were, that existed at that time. Not because they were the sons and a son is an extension of the father, but that the Christus bris was with them directly. That's what Rashi is trying to point out. And this can be seen from the words in the Pasuk itself. The Pasuk says, it's not only with uh, with you who are here today that I am binding this, I'm, I'm entering into this covenant, but those who are here today and those who are not here today. Why does the Pasuk repeat those who are, who are here today? Those we know already that are included into the bris. So why does he repeat that? Why doesn't he just simply say, it's not only with those who are here today, it's also with the ones that are not here today. Why does he repeat it? Because he's trying to draw a comparison between the ones who are here today and the ones who are not here today. That both of them are bound up in the exact same type of direct Christus bris and not simply by extension because we're the children of those who were there before. And also, that's the other point is that just like the people that were there present at the time the Christus Bris was with them as they are in the Shammah with a guf. So also, in the future, it's not just that he makes a Christus Bris with the Neshama alone, in other words, because the Neshama was present there, but that the Christus Bris is with every Jew as he stands or she stands with the Neshama with a guf, exactly identical to the ones that were present at the time. And this similarity between the people that were there present and the people from the future is also brought out by Rashi earlier when he talks about what the idea of krisis bris, that they would make, they would put two things, make two mechitzes, two walls or two uh, objects that the, the people that were entering into the covenant would walk between those two things, symbolizing that they're coming together, that they're being brought together. So according to this, Hashem is binding us, making a krisis bris, with whom 
with all the people of all the generations. In other words, that not only does it bind us with Hashem Himself, but it binds every Jew together. Everyone that enters into the Christus Bris is bound up as one entity. So it means that every year, from every generation, from today, those who existed then, and those who will come in the future, are all bound up as one entity. And therefore, they have to be the same. The idea is that they're all the same. They all enter into it in the very same way. And based on this explanation, there would be no reason for Rashi to bring up Gerim as being something different and that, it, that he should have to point out that the Gerim are also included. Because why wouldn't they be included? The Gerim are part of the Jewish nation at the time when they enter into the Jewish nation and therefore there's no reason to single them out. In fact, if he would single them out, it, may, it would make it as if there was something different about them, that they don't uh, somehow fit into the, to the description of all the Yidin when they do. And therefore there's no reason for Rashi to bring up that the Gerim were also included into this. And even though the Pasuk does mention the Gerim, but that is only because the Pasuk lists every type of category of Yid, of Jew, that Atam Nitzavim, who gathered before Moshe, before Hashem in order to go into the covenant so he said it was Roshechem Shivtechem the leaders, it was the Chaitzah Vesecha Vesheid Memecha it was every single category all categories came together and were included into this covenant as equals as the same the Rebbe also notes that Rashi makes a little change from the way the Gemara expresses it, the Gemara says Haboim the people from Haboim, the ones that will come in the future. Rashi says, Hasidim Liyais, the ones that will eventually be. Why does he change it? Because the word Haboim means you come from within the present. You come forth from the present. The Rashi is trying to go away from that. The reason that the Yidin were included in the covenant is not because they came from the present people, the people that were present at the time. They each have their own Status, not that they come from those who were there at the time, as the point that he's trying to make, that each one was entered into it and on its own merit, on his own merit or her own merit, and not because they came from within. Hasidim Lias means the ones that would eventually be too, not the fact that they came from the people that were there. The Rebbe brings a beautiful lesson from this idea that all the Yidin are bound up together as one that from the past and the future are all bound up as one a person brings us to this idea that a yid sometimes can feel overwhelmed we are the minority amongst all the other uh, nations and how do you go out and proclaim and and uh, be confident about your place as a Jew especially amongst them so the Rebbe says when are we a minority only at a certain time in a certain place but every yid is bound up with every single Jew of every single generation in every single place and therefore we're not a minority we are a multitude of people and we have nothing to be afraid of we have nothing to be to feel less about because even in numbers we outnumber them because we're bound up with every single Jew uh, in every single generation in every single place.